love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast on Fridays, you guys. It, it, it is my job to deliver the weekend to you on Fridays. We flush the format. We can Welcome to the weekend. It's the Fitch Show. Sir Fitz a lot. In the mix. Come on. Let the weekend come to you. Hear the sound of those keys. Let it put you at ease. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took a midnight train Going anywhere Where's it, where's it going? Where's <laughs> it going? Anywhere. anywhere Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit Where? South Detroit She took the midnight train <laughs> Going anywhere Weekend Momentum Come on, it's building. Yeah, flush the format right now. Everybody doing good? Welcome to Friday. Get your flu shot. <laughs> oh. Oh. Radio Honky Tonk for your badonka donk. F-I-T with a Z, players. F-I-T with a Z. Take my money. Uh-oh. Well, I'm in need. Yes, it's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over town. That digs on me. Saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke. Is he wearing his hat? Yeah. Crazy Kanye. His name is Yay now. Crazy Yay. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead. You need a bomb, met her at a beauty salon with a beard. I can tell you rock, I can tell by your charm. Fives, girls, you got a flock. I can tell by your charm and your arm, but I'm looking for the one. Have you seen her? My psychic told me she'll have a like Serena, Trina, Gina, for Lopez, four kids. And I gotta take all they bad to show this. Okay, get your kids, but then they got their friends. I pulled up in the bins, they all got a pin. We all went to den. And then I had to pay. If you do with this girl, then you better be paid. You know why? Take too much to touch her. From what I heard, she got a baby by Buster. My best friend said she used to f with Usher. I don't care what none of y'all say, I still love her. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Uh, now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Uh, get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead. 18. This is the Fit Show. This is the Yeah, baby. 
Come yes. on, Friday. Flush the format. Welcome to the show, you guys. You know, well, I'm a chicken fried. A cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the fit show. That's home, you know Sweet tea, pecan pie Homemade wine Where the peaches grow In my house, it's not much to talk about But it's filled with love It's grown in southern ground And a little bit of chicken fried Cold beer on a Friday night A pair of jeans that fit just right And the fit show Ladies and gentlemen, the format has been flushed. It happens live. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Shout out to uh, to everyone submitting amazing What Are You Kidding Me? Stories. Without you, there is no news. I thought you were sending me unbelievable correspondence on a daily basis. Folks, I begin now with a story out of Home Depot, or should I call it Homie Depot? <laughs> I do. I'm going to title this Kids Say the Darndest Things. An adorable little girl explains to her dad that she's the one who put the. Well, I'll let you hear it for yourself, okay? This is just adorable. What are you kidding me? Sweet audio. <laughs> I'm putting some yipig on. So you put, what'd you put on? Yipig on. Whose was that? It was my yipig. Oh, it was? Yeah. Did you ask anybody if you could put it on? I asked myself. Did you see how it looked? Yeah. If you could describe it, how would you describe it? Like mom's and she pretended it's horse. So whose lipstick is that? Mine. You bought it? Yeah. Where'd you buy that? I buy it from Homie Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Homie Depot. Homie Depot. Great lipstick line over there. You yeah. go back yeah. to the paint section and they mix it up for you in yeah. those pants. Any color yeah. you want. Yeah. They have the whole palette Just on bring the wall. A, oh, yeah. <laughs> Only at Homie Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Homie, don't play that. <laughs> don't touch Homie's lipstick. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Michigan, uh, an unbelievable story of stupid's what got you there. 53-year-old man in Michigan recently got his eighth DUI. Mm. What? Yeah. How? Well, he was on his seventh, and then he got his eighth. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and during his sobriety test, he tried to impress the cops by doing the splits. <laughs> How does that work out? Well. You think you're in any condition to do some field sobriety tests for me real quick? If you want me to, I, I will. mean, are you going to be able to walk a straight line? Yeah, I think I could, sir. You think you could? I think if you want me to, I will. Okay. Now, either foot, doesn't matter which one. Do you have any issues with your legs, any injuries, anything like that? I don't think so. I can go like this. Okay. That's very <laughs> impressive. Stand up for me, okay? Yeah. Dude, 
just I can go. straight up broke it down for him. I, I can go, go like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> what if you start doing like a couple of back handsprings? And Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Moonwalk, running man, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. I love it. Does that mean you passed the sobriety test if you could do those things? Uh, that or? means you failed it. Yeah, yeah I think if so. If you volunteered to do those things without being asked, you just failed. You All right, we've seen enough. failed. Watch this, I can do a backflip. <laughs> Oh, can you do it right into the back of my police car? Yeah. <laughs> You're saying that's like instant straitjacket. Yes. Yeah. All right. There you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Shit happens live. And we do it every single Friday. He's been doing it with me for years. That's how I met him in a hot tub years ago. <laughs> Talking about movies. I said, hey, you know I need a movie guy for the show. Boop. Next thing you know, it's Ticket or Skip It. All right, Drew, how many movies are we looking at this weekend? Two movies. Movie number one. I'm going to get this one out of the way because, unfortunately, it doesn't hit the mark. And it's called Lucy in the Sky hmm. with Diamonds. This is Natalie Portman's new movie. Natalie Portman normally does pretty good movies. This one had potential. Falls very short. It's about an astronaut. She hasn't been the same since Star Wars when she was a Queen Abadula. Maybe. Well, you know, she's an astronaut in this one, that. too. High five. What's yeah. up? Thank you. High five. Woo. I always knew you were kind of a closet nerd. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, Ryder. Ryder, we'll get to that nerd stuff in a second. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. It's about an astronaut who, after has, she has this really amazing experience in space, she gets back to Earth, kind of starts losing touch with reality. They had a lot of opportunity here to deal with that and show like what it's like when you kind of touch the heavens and then come back to a regular life, mm. how nothing seems real. But instead, it just it's so it's you're just saying she's no Sandra Bullock in Gravity. Yes, not a Sandra Bullock. Does this involve, involve driving long distances in diapers? What they're a lot of people are saying that I they wish. have. I'd go watch it. A lot of people. Well, a lot of people are wondering if it was supposed to be Based that woman's that. story and they couldn't get license. Oh. Very interesting. And so they just kind of spun off and, and got creative with it. It's just gotcha. it doesn't really work out. It's not a okay. Good movie. Okay. So name of the weird Natalie Portman astronaut movie. Lucy in the Sky. Ticket or skip it. Skip it. Movie number two. Writer's going to help me out with this because I took him to the screening. Took Shade to the screening. Wow. Joker. Yes. It's not the Joker. Joker. It's Joker. Joker. This is the new movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's take on the famous DC comic character, Batman's nemesis. Uh, Wow. This is, it's set in, I want to say early 80s, early to mid 80s. Early 80s, mid 80s, yeah. uh, In a very, very gritty, filthy Gotham City. The movie opens, you hear uh, a radio report talking about how there's a garbage strike. Garbage is piling up all over the city. So that's one of the first visuals you see is just garbage bags all over the city. Mm -hmm. And you see this character, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's character. He's just, he's down on his luck. He's disenfranchised. Would you describe him as a loner? He's a loner. He, he's mentally unstable. And they Aww. just barely touch on. But also, we don't know how much of his past is real and, and not real. Because as we go through the movie, we learn that the character is not able to accurately recall his own past. He makes yeah. up things like reality and delusion are mixed for him. Mm-hmm. And what do you call it? Is that schizophrenia? It probably. It is. Yeah. They yeah. don't directly address it. They do address that his mother uh, potentially had schizophrenia. Again, okay. if we believe what he's actually seeing and showing us. Exactly. Um Really, I thought one of the most impressive things they did towards making this character creepy was they gave him a condition, a mental condition, mm-hmm. like, a, like a disorder, where he laughs uncontrollably at the wrong times. Oh, yeah. And there's a scene where he's laughing with a kid uh, on a bus, and the woman says, hey, stop bothering my kid, and he starts laughing. She says, this is funny, and he hands her a little card out of his pocket that says, I'm sorry, I have a condition. <sighs> and that 
plays into the movie over and over again in a way yep. that said, that's See, how you make this, this guy super creepy. Now you're, the movie seems completely different because obviously this is a guy who has a mental yes. issue. Oh, yes. yeah. So then you combine that with oh. a very cold and uncaring city and a very cold and uncaring time where the, you, you see him coming unraveled in parallel with the city of Gotham coming unraveled. See, that, oh, yeah. that makes it really It's really creepy. good. And just like the comic books, the further down the rabbit hole he goes, the more he kind of starts to lose touch with who he is. He doesn't really know. Wow, it's kind of it's hard to explain, but so it obviously it seems like there's a lot of focus on on mental illness in this movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it's a powerful. Yeah. They they treat it with respect. I mean, they show this guy struggle. It's not for jokes or laughs. Um, in fact, wow, the, the fact no that idea. he is the Joker, it, it really is in stark contrast to the fact mm-hmm. that he's miserable. His life is terrible. The world he lives in is filthy and awful. And what, it should be a reminder to all of us. You know, you never know what somebody's going through in their life mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. All right, name of the movie: Joker. Ticket or skip it. Absolute ticket. You get one pick of the week. What's it going to be? No question, Joker. My man. Yep. I, th- I, I think it's going to be the Natalie Portman astronaut one. <laughs> Good luck with that. F- find Drew on his Instagram at... Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies... Always do Drew. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right. Um, there was a dancer in Michigan... Her name was Jay, and uh, she had a, a panic attack last Monday. She was uh, getting zombie makeup for a Halloween marketing campaign, and literally she looked at herself in the mirror, and she like kind of freaked out because she really looked like a zombie. So then she goes to the ER. Uh, uh, oh, no. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not even kidding. Struggling to breathe. Well, they didn't realize it was makeup, and they thought that something was very, very wrong. They thought it was a flesh-eating bacterial. Her her, oh, no. her face and her everything was exposed, right? With the <laughs> So, okay. So the doctors and nurses freaked out. And here they are talking about it just a little bit later. This is crazy. No, and she's probably going into shock. She's not making any sense. Getting ready to do a photo shoot for Glam Gore for people who want to get their makeup done for the Halloween season. No, I did not say nothing because I just assumed that they could see that it was fake. We fooled them. We're that good. (laughs) (laughs) I am worried about that hospital. All right, Drew, over to you. Choose your news. Fitz, I'm telling this one for you. This story is just for you. And honestly, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but Tyler Perry... The man behind oh, I love Medea. Medea. Mm-hmm. He told best. People Magazine this week that he's done. No, no Medea. No, 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 he no, no, said, no, no, I am done. He, no, he talked about the history of the character, about uh, how much he's loved playing her for so long. Now, he's made over $500 million on Medea movies, but he says, for the time being, no more Medea. He's no. done. He does end the interview by saying, never say never. But no more Medea. That means Medea is going to make a comeback. It's like oh, go, yeah. going to Netflix or something. Yeah. You see, we're being, yeah. yeah. All right, Claire, choose your news. Fast food is getting slower. An annual study found that the average drive through order takes 21 seconds longer now than it did last year. Now, from the moment you start your order to the moment you get your food, it takes an average of four minutes and 15 seconds. But last year, it was only three minutes and 54 seconds. That's why we all feel like we're getting older. It's that 21 seconds. Do you guys also feel that customer service is just getting worse? I feel like even people who who sometimes, you know, sometimes they don't, I I feel they don't care or respect what they're doing. I totally agree with you. Interestingly enough, Chick-fil-A, I think, has the best customer service. Yep. Mm -hmm. And yet... They have the longest drive-through time at five minutes and twenty. That's okay. Seconds. You, you, quality takes time. you pay for yep. quali- quality, quality takes, takes time. time. <laughs> right at the youngin. Choose your news. Well, have you guys ever wanted to drink a vampire? Wait, drink what? a drink vampire? One? Yeah, they like, drink you. Suck well, yeah, the blood out of a vampire. Well, no. Now we're turning the tables because Applebee's just introduced the dollar vampire. 
Get this. It's rum, dragon fruit, passion fruit, strawberry, and it comes with even a little set of vampire teeth. And that's the name of the drink, the vampire. Yeah, the vampire. So you can go drink a vampire, the vampire, for a dollar. And, like, I'm telling you, a dollar a drink? They have a great, uh, what's it called? Is it a mudslide? Oh, yeah, mudslides are amazing. Applebee's has amazing mudslides. So this is called a vampire. The vampire. It's only a dollar. Dang. Take five bucks to Applebee's and you're good for the night. Then why don't you go buy one? (laughs) Where do you think I'm going after today? Why don't you go there right now? All right, I'll see you guys in 10. (laughs) All right, you guys. uh, That's Choose Your News. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. I just feel like today's going to be a great day. I don't day. know why, but today seems like it's going to be a great day. There's something in the air that makes me feel like things are going to go my way. The birds are chirping, tweedly deet. The sun is shining bright. There's a skip in my step, a pep in my pep. And I don't know why. Oh, all right. Welcome to the show. Uh, there's Drew, Claire, writer the youngin. Hey Drew, you told me something just the other day about uh, one of your one of your buddies. I don't know if you want to say his name. Hey Duke, cool yeah. Duke. Yeah. Uh, and Drew feels kind of guilty right now, you know, because his buddy Hey Duke like gifted him something really really big, like a, a huge gift. And at the same time, he's getting rid of like everything he owns to to sort of simplify and and live in a trailer, right? Yeah. Super simplify. That sounds like the coolest thing ever, in a yep. way, to me. It, it really is. He's completely shedding his possessions. So he gave me this, like, nearly brand new Honda lawnmower. And this Dang. is like the, this is a, this is a big lawnmower. It's a sweet lawnmower. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it means I have to mow my lawn now. But uh, <laughs> I, so he was doing a big garage sale first, and I went over to his house, and I I went to he was giving me a freezer, so I took the freezer. <laughs> but uh, he had so many cool tools that I bought up all a bunch of his shop tools and stuff, and uh, it. It was all good. And then he calls me up the other day. And he says, well, yeah, I'm done trying to sell stuff. So I'm just going to give the rest of it away. Wow. And he gave that lawnmower. To so me. I wonder, like, you know, why Why does he feel the need, like, right now to simplify? I mean, recently, I'm not kidding. I, I had that, still kind of have that feeling where I just want to get rid of every everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just live light. Well, There's hey, such dude. a relief in that, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, he is like the outdoorsman outdoorsman. Yeah. And, and he's always out on all the ventures. He has a, an RV that he drives around. He's got his dogs. Takes him out. Goes yeah. just on trips. He'll go stay at the beach. He'll go stay oh. at the mountains. He'll go all over the place. He's a hiker. He's a climber. He, he's His huge thing now is the paragliding. <gasps> so he Can spends a six foot seven like uh, condor do that? He invited us to go. Um, you never told me. Hey, Duke, you never told me this. I told you this. You never told me about... What's a uh, paragliding? I think your words were something like, like hell, I'm going to dangle from that thing. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know. Well, that's something else. I wonder if my wife, Bethany, the mouth from the South, would like think it was weird if I said, hey, honey, can I just get like a little trailer for the driveway? And wow, what a beautiful like man cave. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? So he's got a sweet deal. He he still has his business and he's got his work truck and he's got his personal car and then he's got his RV and then he's got a place. Uh, to, to park all this where he's got like a commercial storage space and it's got, what do you it's do? Got just a bathroom plug shower in? You just plug in? Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, is there anyone listening right now who is living light and just, you know, loves the way that feels? I mean, if you're living light, I'd love to hear from you right now. Ooh, maybe that's a new reality show I'm going to pitch. Mm-hmm. Living uh, light. Living light. Yeah. Mm. But who knows? People who downsize? Well, yeah. 
Because you know why? Because like as I as I'm all over Instagram and stuff, I, I feel like I'm noticing this trend of people who are indeed sort of living light. They get yeah. their trailers, the tiny homes, well, they, their yeah. tiny homes, the couples. They drive across the country, state to state, and just kind of live light. Mm-hmm. Those tiny home shows. There's always an element where they bring in a, a person to downsize you, and they tough love everything you own, and they get it down to like what can fit in a tiny home. Yeah, yeah, we don't need that. We're it's talking hard. about yeah, we're talking about living light, right? Mm-hmm. People living on the road. Yeah. God, there is something. Really neat that. It I mean, that is appealing little, uh, in a way. Doesn't feel a little Mad Maxy to you? Ooh, like, that would be cool though. Like, no, it would not be cool. <laughs> have you seen all the Mad Max movies? Yeah, I'm not ready for you that. You have seen Mad Max? Oh, I love Mad Max. Are you That's kidding me? crazy. Yeah, I'm amazed. Like the other day, you, you didn't know who uh, who Reba was, but you do know what Mad Max is. I didn't know who Reba was off the top of my head, but I remember she had <laughs> you a TV. Pick her up out of a photo lineup. She was the chick from the TV show, oh, the Reba show, or whatever. That's that's how I remembered. Oh, oh, time boy. out for you. You get out of this country music studio. <laughs> okay. Didn't know who Reba was. Oh man, we're gonna have to learn you. Mike suspension. 30 seconds. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Welcome to Friday, everybody. There are times on the show where we got to get real. You know what I mean? We can't just be ridiculous and act like high school students all the time. (laughs) Uh, uh, Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. A rare chance to fly aboard a World War II era bomber ended in a fiery disaster for sightseers aboard a vintage plane in Connecticut. Yeah, a a real tragedy for so many reasons. Uh, That aircraft, that B-17, belonged to a nonprofit group uh, that, that allows people to you know, have that experience, that World War II uh, experience. The plane had taken off, had about 13 passengers and crew aboard. Uh, very shortly after takeoff, the pilot radioed back to the tower, said they would like to return. They were having an engine problem. The tower cleared the rest of the traffic, and as they were landing, unfortunately, they clipped some of the equipment uh, near the end of the runway, some of that th- those towers. And as the aircraft hit the ground, it veered off and ran into one of the structures there, a building there, uh, and burst into flames. So uh, several people lost their lives. Some of the passengers and crew did survive the incident, but uh, just a really sad tragedy for something that was otherwise you know, a recreational event. It should have been fun and, and a piece of history for those people. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. We've been telling you about the reboot coming up of Saved by the Bell because we're all really excited about it. And we know Mario Lopez is on it and Elizabeth Berkley's on it. And we knew Mark Paul Gosler wasn't and we weren't sure why. Turns out NBC didn't even try to get him on the show or Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Theusen said... Nobody reached out to her. The two of them were like the heart of the show. You've got to be kidding And nobody me. even bothered asking them. And there's still talks about it happening, the yeah. reboot, or is this all... Is no, this... apparently Mario, who I guess needs the work, and Elizabeth Berkley, who super <laughs> needs the work, are like all over it. The other two, Mark, Paul, and Tiffany, have other shows on other networks, and it's possible they wouldn't get out of their contract, which I understand. Or they're doing this all for negotiation tactics to get more money. It's possible. Mario Lopez hosts like four afternoon entertainment shows and every mall opening in America. And all four people who see those (laughs) enjoy them very much. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. I'm saying he's busy. He's a busy guy. I think he could use a paycheck. Mall openings don't pay what they used to. Trust me, I open a lot of malls. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Kelly Clarkson has a segment on her talk show called Kellyoke, where uh-huh. she basically sings other people's songs. Oh, but- <laughs> Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> But this took some huevos, I think. Yesterday, she took a chance on Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats. And here's what's scary. Because uh-huh. when you're Kelly Clarkson, uh-huh. you could you could do it. And so if I'm Carrie Underwood hear, hearing Kelly Clarkson sing this, I'm like, whoa. Because it was amazing. Wow. wow. Okay. You know what that sounded like? That wow. sounded like Janis Joplin singing. It does sound like Janis Joplin. I'm telling Got you, that heart, that like Kelly Clarkson, awesome. Kelly Clarkson yeah. and Lauren Elena have the best vocals in country music. Listen. I really wish she'd focus more on country, wow. but she was talking mm. smack on country radio the other day. Yeah. She was. Remember that? She was talking yeah. smack on country radio, not country music. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we are country music, Claire. <laughs> but it's but you know what? This is how we feed country radio is how I feed my babies. I know Amen. it is. Can't let people talk smack. And, <laughs> and if we ever do play a woman's song, go play that one. Um, <laughs> oh, speaking oh, of country music, dang, Claire. Justin Heartless. Bieber has a new song coming out with Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. It's called Ten Thousand Hours. Dan and Shay helped Justin co write it, and it's gonna be the first single off of both of their new albums. I'm very nervous. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard this yet. Ryder, Ryder pulled something up for us. What is this? What do you yeah, think? So they posted a video on Instagram, both Justin Bieber and Dan and Shay, and this was the only thing leading into it. It's a little video that Oh, you're says, talking about their teaser uh, yes. trailer thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's not really the song, is it? I don't think so. So we don't have a clip. So we no. don't have it? Huh. Well, no, well, there's no actual here, clip of the song you know out yet. This is what their little trailer, this uh-huh. is the sound. Heaven. It, it sounds does. like the entrance to heaven. It sounds like I'm getting a massage. Relax. No, I think it's... Oh, yeah? You don't think it, it sounds, sounds like, like the, the planetarium? Entrance? It's a yoga class. It's the entrance to heaven. Listen. <laughs> Fitz, you are here. You are welcome. But first, you need to go sit in time out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens. Live. Fitz happens. Live. 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 Welcome to Playlist Profiling. Can we decode your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs from your personal playlist? We have a mystery caller on hold right now. We do not know anything about them. We're going to profile our mystery caller, again, based off of three songs from their personal playlist. Uh, We're we're going to try to figure everything out about them. We don't know anything about them, not even their gender. Okay, we're all going to attempt to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession... Are they single or married? And how many kids based off of these three songs? And after we make our profiling guesses, we're going to reveal the identity of the mystery caller that we profiled and see how close we came to profiling them. Everybody get it? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, grab something to take your notes with. Pen, paper, legal pad, phone, tablet. Song number one. Russell Dickerson, Every Little Thing. Every little thing about her love. 
Again, you could text us your profiles to 96459. Song number two, Crystal Method, Busy Child. You might uh, recognize this one if you're, uh, you know, in the 90s. Cool movie in the 90s. Yeah, listening to this, this has got to be a 90s person because the next song uh, is taking us back a little bit too. All right. It's playlist profiling. Again, text us your profiles to 96459. Song number three, Chris Ledoux, This Cowboy's Hat. You ride a black tornado across the western sky. Open old blue norther and milk it till it's dry. Bulldog the Mississippi, and it's ears down flat. Long before you take this cowboy's hat. Ooh, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one. Mm. All right, let's take a couple of seconds while we all jot down our profiles. Give you a couple of seconds here. I think I have our mystery caller figured out. I think I really have this one. This is definitely a male. This is a male who is 44 years old. I'm just you know, judging by some of the his music selections. Uh, he drives a Dodge pickup. He's an EMT. He's he's like an ambulance driver. Uh, he's definitely single because th- there's a struggle in some of his musical selections. You know what I mean? There's a fight and struggle in his life. He's yearning for yesteryear. He's got zero kids. Drew, what about you? Okay, I think it's female. And I know that Chris Ledoux sounds very male, but that's the cowboy that she kind of strives for. Listen to this. She's female. She's 47. Okay. She works in a school, and I get that because she works with kids. She uses the busy child as like kind of a song to get the kids pumped up. They have little dance parties, you know. She's like, come on, get busy, child. So I can promise you, she never plays that for her children. Yeah, no, she does. It, they, the kids no, dance; they love it. It's it's high beat and all that. No, uh, she's married to two kids. She drives a Dodge Charger, and yeah, it has a Hemi in it. Okay, yeah. Claire, what about you? Your playlist profile, Drew. We had some similar thoughts. I also think this is a woman. Okay. Uh, she's a little bit older. She's fifty-two. She was huh. feeling that Chris Ledoux song when it came out. But why? But she loves the new Cowboys too. That's why she loves Re- Russell Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing: Russell though. Dickerson had a cowboy. Boy, uh, he's, he's, wow. have you seen him dance? Uh, yes. Now, here's the thing: she also uses uh, "Get Busy Child," but to get herself up because she works at the DMV. Oh, gotcha. oh okay. So okay. that's like Gotta her psych up music every day. Yeah. Uh, she drives a Subaru Impreza, and she is married with three kids. All right, writer, the youngin. Writer, what's your profile? Well, I knew one out of two songs, so I'm going to say it's a male. <laughs> Were you even born yet? <laughs> I was born in 93, so... Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a male. I'm going to say he's 37 years old. I believe he's probably driving a Dodge Charger. Uh, I think that he's definitely rocking out to these songs in his car. Uh, profession? Uh, I, I think this dude works at some kind of lumber mill. Okay, interesting. In minutes, part two of Playlist Profiling, the big reveal is next. Fitz happens live. Real funny. Touch my radio, no. The Fitz Show. All right, we are back. Part two of Playlist Profiling. If you're just tuning in, we are right in the middle of profiling a mystery caller. 
And we don't know anything about our mystery caller. We don't know their gender, their age. We don't know what they drive. We don't know what they do for a living. Are they single or married? How many kids? All we know are three songs from their personal playlist. So based off of these three songs, we're going to try to guess everything about them. First, let's listen to the songs, uh, the three songs from our Mystery Colors playlist one more time. All right, the moment we've all been waiting for. We're about to go to our mystery caller right now. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? I am a female. Yes! Yes! Oh, no! sister. Can you tell us how old you are? I am 43 years young. Nice. See, I got 44, but... you did. You did. Yeah. Can you tell us what you drive? I drive a Ford F-150. Ooh, pickup. Nice. Uh, what is your profession? I am a trauma nurse. <gasps> Whoa. Oh my God! I said EMT ambulance driver. I just got the gender wrong, so I'm like three for four. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, wow. I'm getting excited. Are you single or married? I am married. Okay. Okay. And do you have any children? I do. I have an awesome 15 year old daughter. Oh, good mm-hmm. for you. Now, give us just a moment. Drew is going to do. Uh, our, our calculations and tabulations. We're going to find out who came closest to profiling you. Give me just one moment. <laughs> all right, Drew, talk to me. Talk to me. This was a close one. Normally we're all over the place, but we were very right. close. Claire and I both got that she was a married female. We felt that female vibe yes. in there, Claire. Good good for us. And we were in the age range. We were well, yeah. I was in the age range. You were a little high. Okay, <laughs> you were a little high, Claire. You're, you're, I'm Claire, a little you're high. high. Uh Ryder, you were nowhere near. You you yeah. only got one. You got married. That was it. Uh, that was really? just a, a random guess. Uh, Fitz <laughs> almost nailed the age exactly. He got the forty four for the age. Uh, EMT is really close to trauma nurse, so he got that point too. So right now it's a three-way tie. So I have to give it to Fitz for getting a pickup truck. Yes, he got the make wrong, but he got the car right. right. So pickup truck takes the point and takes the win. Wow, Fitz! And and wow, you're a trauma nurse. Whoa, oh, no you're so wonderful. We're grateful for you. Thank you. I love my job, and I actually I got Fitz to get extra points because I actually started out my uh, medical career as an EMT firefighter. Oh! All right, well, wow. don't rub it in. He already won. <laughs> oh, come on. You got to give Giraffe the point. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Give the Giraffe the points. And what is your name? My name is Kimberly. Does it feel weird to be profiled? Kind of. <laughs> it happens. Live. All right, let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I'll tell you, this is going to sound like it's a bad story, but it's, it ends up good. Uh, my little baby boy, Cash, just a couple of days ago, man, he bit the dust hard. He was He's off of his training wheels now, and he's on his new bike, but there's this driveway by the house where they always go down the hill way too fast. And I always, when I'm out there, I'm like, uh-uh, don't go down that, that driveway fast. But anyway. Did you? I was taking a nap, and Bethany was okay, watching Okay, you him. didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> was it a speed wobble situation? 
Or was it just like yeah. I grab the front brake and lock it up? Yeah. It, I, I think it was going way too fast. Yeah. It didn't, got the speed wobbles. Got mm-hmm. the speed wobble. Didn't really yeah. hit the brakes like he, like he needed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But thank God he had his helmet on yeah. because oh, yeah. he, he could it could have been really bad, right? It could have been like a really bad concussion. Instead, his, his face and his grill and his teeth, you know, got all the impact. <laughs> Good thing his face ah. absorbed the impact. Yeah. yeah. And the little guy's, you know, he's already got a jacked up grill anyway. You know he's he's waiting he's waiting on a tooth to come in for like two years. So, <laughs> but you know what? He's a boy. You know, and he but right. mm-hmm. he's gonna do it again tomorrow. <laughs> he's gonna do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Cars are cool, man. Yeah, but you know what? Just please make sure to to put those helmets on your kids. Yes, yeah. I, I I said to Bethany, thank God, grateful that you made sure to put his helmet on. Mm-hmm. Now don't let him go down the driveway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, here's some more good stuff. Or anybody else have any good stuff they want to throw out? Oh, that was good enough for everybody. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, was it really good that my that son? Good. I'm just kidding. It's good that he's okay. It's good that he's okay. It is good, and then everyone can learn from his example. Yes. <laughs> just look at his grill. Yep. <laughs> just look at your dental bills. A cautionary tale. <laughs> um. So there's this eight-year-old, uh, little kid near Knoxville. His name is David Hunt, and he lost all of his toys in a fire last month. But last Friday. His entire third grade class surprised him with new toys to replace the old ones. What? And the to- <laughs> and the toys were out on their desk whenever he walked into class. Isn't that great? Oh, yes. that's awesome. The first thing he did, he said, well, everybody please give me a group hug. That's what he Aww. said. The best thing in the world. Love yes, that. they love their little friend. Nothing beats the heart of a or nothing beats the heart of a kid, man. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and you should know that you worked with um, you worked with kids for a long period of time. What did you do exactly? Uh, I was I worked with special needs kids. I was basically like an assistant to teachers, and then I was also working one on one with uh, children with special needs. And That's what I love about you, Ryder, I love that little heart. <laughs> I just you, love man, that little precious heart. Some of the most amazing people were in those classes. Didn't it make you feel good though to work with kids? I mean, that was. Uh, Probably what I looked forward to the most when I was the coach of uh, of my little one's basketball team, the Bumblebees. Yeah, undefeated Bumblebees. By the way, what's up, Bumble? Wow. What's up, bees? Yeah, but I look forward to that. You know, twice a week, more than anything. It gives you like a sense of purpose. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just go, just having the practice with the kiddos. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fitz Show. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Life. If you have a moment to provide some advice, we're going to need some five-minute heroes. I received a Facebook message from Melissa. And ladies and gentlemen, Melissa is voluntarily joining us on the show right now. Hello, Melissa. Hi. Hi. First thing I want to say is um, you know that Tommy, your boyfriend, is on hold right now. So he's hearing all of this. We're going to chat with him in just a second. But as okay. you and I were chatting on Facebook, you're basically saying that your boyfriend, Tommy, you feel is, is being very, very deceptive. Like you feel that he's always lying about where he is and his location. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, it just it takes him a really long time to get home from work. And I don't know. My gut feeling just tells me that he's up to something. I, it's just 
it's my instinct. It it shouldn't take like an hour to get home from work. You, like we live sh- like twenty minutes away. You should always so, trust that woman's intuition. You should always trust that. And yeah. isn't there a study that says if you're if you're sensing it, if you're feeling something's going on, there's a high percentage that it probably is. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, look at you stirring right, the pot. Right. Have you have you asked him about it directly? Yes, yes, and he denies it. He absolutely denies it. He's like, it's just traffic, blah blah blah. But I've driven very believable story. And back and like I get there. And, 30 minutes, you know, 40 minutes, maybe top. And I know it sounds like kind of, I don't know, paranoid of me, but I don't know. I just, it's a feeling I have. And I, I mean, I really love him, but I, I don't know. I've, I've tried to talk to him about it, but he's just like, no, no, you're being crazy. Where does he say Stop he me. is? Like when you ask him, hey, what's taking you so long? Or why are you an hour and a half to sometimes three hours late? What's his response? He's like, I, I was held up at work, um, traffic. Okay. Uh, they they had me work a little later. He never really gets like, I'm like, oh, well, what do they have you work on? He doesn't really go into details. And I don't know. There's like a cute lady who works with them too. And I just, I don't know. Okay. All right, listen, it's make up or break up. We'd love to hear from you wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. And, Melissa, I really appreciate it. On the way, um, if, if you don't mind, we're going to get Tommy. We're going to get okay. his side because uh, he he apparently disagrees with you and everything you're saying. You realize that, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. Hang tight. We're going to get a few more details, take a few more notes. Make up or break up returns in minutes. This is The Fit Show. It happens live. So we need you to play therapist right now and be some five-minute heroes. Should they make up or break up? Uh, Melissa sent me a message, and she sent me a message on Facebook saying that her boyfriend Tommy is being very deceptive, always lying about where he is and what he's doing. He's always sometimes hour and a half to three hours late, several days a week. Melissa, is there anything else you want to add before we get your boyfriend Tommy on the phone? Do you want to sum up anything else? Um, I mean, he's been unfaithful before, so just... I just, so y'all know that I'm not, like, being super crazy or I'm just, like, inventing something. So I feel like that's also why I'm hyper aware and alert about stuff, so. Unfaithful to you or you know that he had that history before you were with him? He, he has that history. He has that oh, history. Okay. Right. Patiently on hold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Uh, first of all, my name's Fitz. Nice to meet you. I'm sure it's kind of weird hearing us discuss you what say you sir first of all i just want to say like i you know i love melissa and i think that she can be like such a great girl but this is just an example of like what a control freak she is because what's missing from this story is that she's constantly pinging my phone to see where it is Um, like what do you mean pinging like like find my friends right so she can see where i am right right so and she calls me and to ask me, like, are you really at this restaurant right now? Like, and like, let's be honest. Okay, yes. She knows how far away work is. But sometimes I just got to grab a drink after work. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But as I'm at that bar grabbing a drink, she's calling me, asking me why I'm there, how long I'm going to be, all this stuff. And let me tell you, one time I turned that off, right? I turned that off my, I, I turned it off on my phone because I was just tired of it. And it caused such an argument and such a fight that I put it back on because I was like, I can't. I can't, I don't want to go through with this, you know, and I don't want this to be the thing that like ends it, but it is like getting to a point where I feel like I'm constantly being watched, 
constantly. Tom, Tommy, do you mind if I ask you a question? I mean, uh, you know, while you're at the bar and she's got the location services turned on and she knows where you are, let me ask you this: Why isn't she with you at the bar? Well, I mean, like, don't we don't we all need some like alone time, especially after a day of work? And I'm not okay. like staying out for hours and hours. I may be grabbing one and then going home. You know, it's not like I'm you know I'm closing the place out. You know, I'm just like grabbing a drink, just decompressing for a second. I I work quick, in a high stress situation, quick and question. then I go home. Are, are yeah. you like you're stopping off on the way home? You you alone pulling into the the place you like to go, whatever, or are you with people from work? Is it like coworkers going out for drinks? That could make a difference. You know, like, I'm not going to lie and say that, like, I've never gone out with my coworkers, but, oh, you know, no, I, oh. you know. Mm-mm. You shouldn't be doing that. that. My wife would not allow me to even go have lunch with a woman alone. Woo! <laughs> he didn't say woman. He just said, said coworkers. Was coworkers. Right. Oh, coworkers. even worse. Even worse. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> I, I wonder if maybe she's... You're not helping. You're not... <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but so let me... I, I need to ask Melissa a question. Melissa, is it true that while he's on the about, are you really sort of... Do you have your... Or his location services turned on? So, I mean, or the fine friends thing. You know exactly where he is. And, and are you really, you know, pinging him seven, eight times I a mean, day? I did that. I did that like once, partially because... I was trying to get in touch with him because we talked about grabbing dinner at a certain place and he wasn't answering his phone and oh. like he's ignoring my text messages. So Babe, like the next time, yeah, I did that. Babe, it was we more than plans. one. That might've been the first time because then you figured out it worked because you're doing it every time I'm going out. Wait, what'd you say? Every Sorry. time I'm not home right away. You, you've done it more than once. You've done it more than once. Well, heck yeah, I've done it one more than once. Like, once a cheater, always a cheater. I, I don't know. It's just, Oof. I feel like I've had to do it. I could see that you definitely have a lot of anxiety judging from, you know, some stuff Tommy did in the past. Tommy, uh, what's your response to your girlfriend, Melissa, when she says, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater? Uh, does that anger you? Uh, it doesn't anger me, but it does make me upset because I think that, you know, I don't think we should really be held accountable for small mistakes in our early 20s. <laughs> you know, like, none of us were heroes. And I've apologized. <laughs> and, that's, and, that, and that's a separate and that's a separate thing. We've, we've worked through that, and I made that apology. But if you're going to keep bringing that up, then you didn't accept that apology. You know what I'm saying? You know what? That's a scar that I'll never heal. I'm sorry. I just won't. All right. Hey, real quick. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to put you on hold. As always, we're going to pass... The number to our therapist if you guys would like to go visit him okay um there's a lot of people who want to comment on this situation i mean the text and phone calls are going crazy should they make up or break up thank you well thanks you're listening to the fit show fit happens live the fit show i appreciate you guys coming on the show and talking about your personal life like you did it's not easy is it i really appreciate it thank you well thanks drew get to some of these text messages real quick uh there's a lot of uh on both sides, a lot of people saying either she's uh, kind of paranoid or they're saying he's distrustful. Basically, nobody's buying the uh, put cheating in your past here. Uh, right. Uh, right. And stopping off for a drink, it's re- it's really weird to go to a bar without her knowing that she's at home what? doing nothing. It, it it's like it's the communication has really fallen down. Well, here. you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and say this. You know what? I was a little booger in my early twenties. I mean, a little little bad, dirty booger. Mm-hmm. And it is it is that is not true. Once a cheater, not always a cheater. Mm-hmm. That is, the, I'm telling you, I'm a happily married man. People make mistakes. I have not cheated on my wife. I guess what surprised me you know, here is but that... But I was uh, in my early 20s, I was like a dirty booger. But do you think you're the exception uh, or the rule? 
I don't know. I'm coming through all these texts, and I don't see... I'm trying to find a single one that thinks they should stay together for right. various reasons. They're you've got she's like, crazy run, then you've got he's, he's a liar run. Right. Uh, let's go to Samantha real quick. Samantha, make up or break up? They should absolutely break up. Whether he breaks up with her or she breaks up with him, you cannot have a lasting relationship without trust. Yeah. Period. End of discussion. Yeah. Wow, somebody just... Like, uh, hey, Sarah, or excuse me, Samantha... Uh, do you believe that once a cheater, always a cheater? Uh, in my experience, that's proven to be true. Oh! Wow. Oh, yeah. What? I know. So, what? Hang I know. on. Hang on. No, God. <laughs> no, God, please, no. No. Someone no! says I can see why Tommy needs a drink. No! <laughs> Larry, make up or break up? Uh, break up, for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, there's just too much unaccountable time that where he's at, and mm. you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. I think. Yeah. Dang. So now you've got a man it's, and a woman I saying get, that. Oh, yeah. it's not true. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> it has been proven true. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, make yeah. up a breakup. Yeah, they got a breakup, man. But to the to the once a cheater, always a cheater. I, I disagree with that. I'm with you, Fitz. It's once a bad cheater that gets caught, always a bad cheater that gets caught. I think there's a, I think there's a lot of guys that, that screw around, or girls too, and they never get caught, and then they realize it was bad, and they never do it again. So that's that's a mute point. Bruce, I'm, whole, I, and, and, I'm, and I'm with you. It's like if, if an individual, male or female, has learned a, a huge lesson in life mm-hmm. and learned, right, mm-hmm. Then, yeah, we we all grow up, man. I yeah, mean, right. people, people are people are dumb in their twenties. That's what God invented it for. Um, <laughs> my man, yes. my man. <laughs> uh, oh, let's go to it. Jamie, make up or break up? Go ahead. Sorry, unfortunately, break up. Like yeah. if if it's been if I mean I don't know the whole backstory, but if it's been a pretty long time, at least years, and he hasn't give you any other reason to think that he's going to cheat again, then that's something you're not going to let go, and that's always going to cause problems in your relationship. Thank you so much for your perspective and call. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Drew, looking at the text and stuff, uh, percentage-wise, make up or break up I've been combing through these. I can't find a single one that thinks they should stay together. I think it's Mm -hmm. 100% breakup. Fits happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Welcome to Friday, everybody. There are times on the show where we got to get real. You know what I mean? We can't just be ridiculous and act like high school students all the time. (laughs) Uh, uh, Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. A rare chance to fly aboard a World War II-era bomber ended in a fiery disaster for sightseers aboard a vintage plane in Connecticut. Yeah, a a real tragedy for so many reasons. Uh, That aircraft, that B-17, belonged to a nonprofit group uh, that that allows people to, you know, have that experience, that World War II uh, experience. The plane had taken off, had about 13 passengers and crew aboard. Uh, very shortly after takeoff, the pilot radioed back to the tower, said they would like to return. They were having an engine problem. The tower cleared the rest of the traffic, and as they were landing, unfortunately, they clipped some of the equipment uh, near the end of the runway, some of that th- those towers. And as the aircraft hit the ground, it veered off and ran into one of the structures there, a building there, uh, and burst into flames. So uh, several people lost their lives. Some of the passengers and 
crew did survive the incident, but just a really sad tragedy for something that was otherwise you know, a recreational event. It should have been fun and, and a piece of history for those people. It happens live. Fitz happens live. I just feel like today's going to be a great day. I don't day. know why, but today seems like it's going to be a great day. There's, There's something, something in the air that, that makes me feel like things are going to go my way. The birds are chirping, tweedly deet. The sun is shining bright. There's a skip in my step, a pep, pep in my pep. <sighs> and I don't know why. Oh, all right. Welcome to the show. Uh, there's Drew, Claire, writer the youngin'. Hey Drew, you told me something just the other day about uh, one of your one of your buddies. I don't know if you want us to say his name. Hey Duke, cool yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, and Drew feels kind of guilty right now, you know, because his buddy Hey Duke like gifted him something really really big, like a, a huge gift. And at the same time, he's getting rid of like everything he owns to to sort of simplify and and live in a trailer, right? Yeah. Super simplify. That sounds like the coolest thing ever, in a yep. way, to me. It, it really is. He's completely shedding his possessions. So he gave me this, like, nearly brand new Honda lawnmower. And this Dang. is like the this is a, this is a big lawnmower. It's a sweet lawnmower. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it means I have to mow my lawn now. But uh, <laughs> I, so he was doing a big garage sale first, and I went over to his house, and I I went to he was giving me a freezer, so I took the freezer. <laughs> but uh, he had so many cool tools that I bought up all a bunch of his shop tools and stuff, and uh, it. It was all good. And then he calls me up the other day. And he says, well, yeah, I'm done trying to sell stuff. So I'm just going to give the rest of it away. Wow. And he gave that lawnmower. So I wonder, like, you know, why why does he feel the need, like, right now to simplify? I mean, recently, I'm not kidding. I, I had that, still kind of have that feeling where I just want to get rid of every everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just live light. Well, There's hey, such dude. a relief in that, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, he is like the outdoorsman outdoorsman. Yeah. And, and he's always out on little adventures. He has a, an RV that he drives around. He's got his dogs. Takes him out. Goes yeah. just on trips. He'll go stay at the beach. He'll go stay oh. at the mountains. He'll go all over the place. He's a hiker. He's a climber. He he's his huge thing now is the paragliding. So he <gasps> can a six foot seven like uh, condor do that? He invited us to go. Um, you never told me. Hey, Duke. He never told me this. I told you this. You never told me about. What's a uh, paragliding? I think your words were something like, like hell, I'm going to dangle from that thing. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know. Well, that's something else. I wonder if my wife, Bethany, the mouth from the south, would like think it was weird if I said, hey, honey, can I just get like a little trailer for the driveway? And wow, what a beautiful like man cave. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? So he's got a sweet deal. He he still has his business and he's got his work truck and he's got his personal car and then he's got his RV and then he's got a place. Uh, to, to park all this where he's got like a commercial storage space and he's got, what do you do? Got just a kind of plug in? You just plug in? Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, is there anyone listening right now who is living light and just, you know, loves the way that feels? I mean, if you're living light, I'd love to hear from you right now. <gasps> Ooh, maybe that's a new reality show I'm going to pitch. Mm-hmm. Living uh, light. Living light. Yeah. Mm. But who knows? People who downsize? Cause, well, yeah. Because you know why? Because like as, I, as I'm all over Instagram and stuff, I, I uh-huh. feel like I'm noticing this trend of people who are indeed sort of living light. They get yeah. their trailers. The tiny homes. Well, they, if, they're yeah. tiny homes. They're the, couples. They drive across the country, state to state, and just kind of live light. Mm-hmm. Those tiny home shows, there's always an element where they bring in a, a person to downsize you, and they tough love everything you own, and they get it down to like what can fit in a tiny home. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need that. We're it's talking hard. About, yeah, we're talking about living light, right? Mm-hmm. People living on the road. Yeah. God, there is something really neat that, it I mean, that is appealing a, in a way. Does it feel a little Mad Maxy to you? Ooh. Like, That'd be cool, though. Like, 
No, it would not be cool. <laughs> have you seen all the Mad Max movies? Yeah. I'm not ready for you that. You have seen Mad Max? Oh, I love Mad Max. Are you That's kidding me? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm amazed like the other day, you, you didn't know who uh, who Reba was, but you do know what Mad Max is. I didn't know who Reba was off the top of my head, but I remember she had <laughs> a TV. You couldn't pick her up out of a photo lineup. She was the chick from the TV show, oh, or the dare. Reba show, or whatever. That's, that's how I remember. Oh, oh, time boy. out for you. You get out of this country music studio. <laughs> okay. Didn't know who Reba was. Oh, man. We're going to have to learn you. Mike suspension. 30 seconds. Ow! All right, uh, let's get to the troops a little. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And there is no bigger hero to a little girl than her daddy. And today's troop salute is for a daddy that is a hero to his daughter, to his grandkids, and to the rest of us. Today we salute Sergeant Jim MacArthur of the United States Air Force and the United States Army National Guard. Jim served in two of our nation's military branches and he served for close to 15 years. That's why he's a hero to all of us. Amanda Doss is Jim's very proud daughter. Quote, my dad is absolutely the best. Amanda says, MacArthur started his service in the Air Force in 1983, serving up through 1987, where he attained the rank of sergeant. After his time in the Air Force, Jim made the move to the National Guard to continue his service. He spent more than 10 years in the National Guard, serving from 1987 to 1997. And Sergeant MacArthur was deployed to Desert Storm in 1990 when Amanda's brother was born. She remembers that her daddy uh, got to come home for 10 very special days to be with the family for the birth. Wow, this is a lot of service. Yeah. Amanda says, quote, now he's the best pa ever. Jim picks up her three boys, Asher, who's seven, Adler, who's five, and Ander, who's age four, after school and nearly every day. And uh, Daddy Jim continues his work as a hero and as a grandfather by making it possible for Amanda to work for the last seven years by helping out with her boys. So for being a hero to his, his little girl and to his grandkids, and for his many years of service to the nation in two branches of the military, now he's continuing his service as a grandpa and as a daddy. Today we salute Sergeant Jim MacArthur of the United States Air Force and the Army National Guard. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, go to my Facebook page, search Follow Fits. And what are some of the things we're looking for? Uh, we'd love to hear about your troop, their name, what branch they served in, any stories of their service, or just anything you'd like to share, show your pride, uh, show how proud you are of the people in your life, friends, family, coworkers, anyone who you'd like to, you know, brag about their service. The Fit Show. And now, and now. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you, folks. I'm here standing by, as always, reporting the news that didn't make the news. I'm going to take you now out of Atlanta. Stupid's what got you there. Did you just smell your fingers? No. Oh. 
<laughs> what are you kidding me? <laughs> I do smell things all the time, so it's a valid question. I'm constantly sniffing. Uh, yeah, I, I ooh, that one kind of threw me off. Okay. One of these cheeks, right. gra- chin scratch. Right. Well, folks, stupid's what got you there. Six idiots doing a drinking game. Um, and I guess the drinking game goes like this: you pour a sambuca on your hair, light it on fire, and then you do a shot, right? And then you lean over and pass the fire to the hair of the guy next to you. Once his hair is on fire, then you're allowed to douse the flames on your head. That's the uh, the ridiculous game. Is I this guess. invented by Darwin? Bobby, hurry up! Light, wait, wait. light, you gotta light him first. Light him. Go, 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 light. Yeah, 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 yeah. Queen. There was a level of panic. I'm not used. Yeah, lit, lit. Wow. See? I, I can't even. It's like. Uh, it's like the whole Michael Jackson concert all over again. Wait a minute. Yeah, but that was purpose. hair lit on fire. If that was in Atlanta, why did everybody have an English accent? Maybe they were busy well, Drew, do you want do you want the truth? Yeah. Well, the story didn't have a location. Oh. Now I regret saying Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? There's he drinks no, a whiskey nothing drink. There's not English people in Atlanta. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a vodka drink. He drinks... Come on, guys. Song? I know that. Yeah. Is that a whiskey uh, drink? Uh, he drinks a vodka drink. Oh, Top thumping. Chumbawamba. 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 Yeah. Oh, I just, come on. Yes. I'm permitted for not remembering Chumbawamba <laughs> and their one tub thumping hit. I get right, them uh, confused with Chilliwack. It's a completely different thing. Let's go to page two. What? what? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Oregon, folks. Nail them. Good news, Oregon City. The infamous nail bandit has been caught. The suspect is 56-year-old Brett. Michaels Wilson. <laughs> huh. He was identified by his bandana. Yeah. Whom police caught throwing nails from his vehicle onto South Center Street. Allegedly, he's been dumping nails on city streets for the last two years. Oh, creep. He admitted to officers that uh, he's thrown nails more than 50 times on the busy streets. And uh, the police have had stealth patrols patrolling the area at night for a year. They got his butt. Does this guy work at a local tire shop? What I don't know. Creep. You know, maybe Tires a hardware store. Yeah, but they got oh. him good. They nailed him. They nailed him. Yes, there you go, folks. That uh, You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. We've been telling you about the reboot coming up of Saved by the Bell because we're all really excited about it. And we know Mario Lopez is on it and Elizabeth Berkley's on it. And we knew Mark Paul Gosler wasn't and we weren't sure why. Turns out NBC didn't even try to get him on the show or Kelly Kapowski. Tiffany Theusen said nobody reached out to her. The two of them were like the heart of the show. You've got to be And nobody me. even bothered asking them. And there's still talks about it happening, the yeah. reboot, or is this all... Is no, this... apparently Mario, who I guess needs the work, and Elizabeth Berkley, who super <laughs> needs the work, are like all over it. The other two, Mark, Paul, and Tiffany, have other shows on other networks, and it's possible they wouldn't get out of their contract, which I understand. Or they're doing this all for negotiation tactics to get more money. It's possible. Mario Lopez hosts like four afternoon entertainment shows and every mall opening in America. And all four people who see those (laughs) enjoy them very much. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. I'm saying he's busy. He's a busy guy. I think he could use a paycheck. Mall openings don't pay what they used to. Trust me, I open a lot of malls. (laughs) Um, so Kelly Clarkson has a segment on her talk show called Kellyoke, where uh-huh. she basically sings other people's songs. But- oh, Kelly Clarkson! 
But this took some huevos, I think. Yesterday, she took a chance on Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats. And here's what's scary. Because uh-huh. when you're Kelly Clarkson, uh-huh. you could you could do it. And so if I'm Carrie Underwood hear, hearing Kelly Clarkson sing this, I'm like, whoa. Because it was amazing. Wow. wow. Oh, that you know what that sounded like? That wow. sounded like Janis Joplin singing. It does sound like Janis Joplin. I'm got you, that heart that Kelly like awesome. Kelly Clarkson and Lauren Elena have the best vocals in country music. Listen. I really wish she'd focus more on country, wow. but she was mm. talking smack on country radio the other day. She yeah. was. Remember that? She was talking yeah. smack on country radio, not country music. Yeah, r- Right. <laughs> I know. We are a country music, Claire. <laughs> but it's but you know what? This is how we feed country radio is how I feed my babies. I know Amen. it is. Can't let people talk smack. And, <laughs> and if we ever do play a woman's song, we'll play that one. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> speaking of country music, dang, Claire. Justin Heartless. Bieber has a new song coming out with Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. It's called Ten Thousand Hours. Dan and Shay helped Justin co write it, and it's gonna be the first single off of both of their new albums. I'm very nervous. Mm. I, I haven't heard this yet. Ryder, Ryder pulled something up for us. What is this? What yeah, do you think? So they posted a video on Instagram, both Justin Bieber and Dan and Shay, and this was the only thing leading into it. It's a little video that Oh, you're says, talking about their teaser uh, yes. trailer thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's not really the song, is it? I don't think so. So we don't have a clip. So we no. don't have it? Huh. Well, no, well, there's no actual clip here, of the song you know out yet. This is what their little trailer, this uh-huh. is the sound. Entrance to heaven. It sounds like I'm getting a massage. Relax. No, I think it's. Oh, yeah? You don't think it, it sounds, sounds like, like at the, the planetarium? Entrance. It's a yoga class. It's the entrance to heaven. Listen. <laughs> Fitz, you are here. You're welcome. <laughs> but first, you need to go sit in time out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz files. Fitz happens live. live. And. We do it every single Friday. He's been doing it with me for years. That's how I met him in a hot tub years ago. <laughs> Talking about movies. I said, hey, you know I need a movie guy for the show. Boop. Next thing you know, it's Ticket it or Skip It. All right, Drew, how many movies are we looking at this weekend? Two movies. Movie number one. I'm going to get this one out of the way because, unfortunately, it doesn't hit the mark. And it's called Lucy in the Sky hmm. with Diamonds. This is Natalie Portman's new movie. Natalie Portman normally does pretty good movies. This one had potential... Falls very short. It's about an astronaut. She hasn't been the same since Star Wars when she was a Queen Abadula. Maybe. Well, you know, and she's an astronaut in this one, that. too. High five. What's yeah. up? Thank you. High five. Woo. I always knew you were kind of a closet nerd. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that, Ryder. Ryder, we'll get to that nerd stuff in a second. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. It's about an astronaut who, after has, she has this really amazing experience in space, she gets back to Earth, kind of starts losing touch with reality. They had a lot of opportunity here to deal with that and show like what it's like when you kind of touch the heavens and then come back to a regular life mm. how nothing seems real but instead it just it's so it's you're just saying she's no sandra bullock in gravity yes not a sandra bullock does this involve, involve driving long distances in diapers 
what they're a lot of people are saying that I they wish. have. I'd go watch it. A lot of people. Well, a lot of people are wondering if it was supposed to be Based that woman's that. story and they couldn't get licensed. Oh. Very interesting. And so they just kind of spun off and, and got creative with it. It's just gotcha. it doesn't really work out. It's not a okay. Good okay. So name of the weird Natalie Portman astronaut movie. Lucy in the sky. Ticket or skip it. Skip it. Movie number two. Writer's going to help me out with this because I took him to the screening. Took shade to the screening. Wow. Joker. Yes. It's not the Joker. Joker. It's Joker. Joker. This is the new movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's take on the famous DC comic character, Batman's nemesis. Uh, Wow. This is, it's set in, I want to say early 80s, early to mid 80s. Early 80s, mid 80s, yeah. uh, In a very, very gritty, filthy Gotham City. The movie opens, you hear uh, a radio report talking about how there's a garbage strike. Garbage is piling up all over the city. So that's one of the first visuals you see is just garbage bags all over the city. Mm -hmm. And you see this character, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's character. He's just, he's down on his luck. He's disenfranchised. Would you describe him as a loner? He's a loner. He, he's mentally unstable. And they Aww. just barely touch on, but also we don't know how much of his past is real and, and not real because as we go through the movie, we learn that the character is not able to accurately recall his own past. He makes yeah. up things like reality and delusion are mixed for him. Mm-hmm. And what do you call it? Is that schizophrenia? It probably. It is. Yeah. They yeah. don't directly address it. They do address that his mother uh, potentially had schizophrenia. Again, okay. if we believe what he's actually seeing and showing us. Exactly. Um Really, I thought one of the most impressive things they did towards making this character creepy was they gave him a condition, a mental condition, mm-hmm. like, a, like a disorder, where he laughs uncontrollably at the wrong times. Oh, yeah. And there's a scene where he's laughing with a kid uh, on a bus, and the woman says, hey, stop bothering my kid. And he starts laughing. She says, is this funny? And he hands her a little card out of his pocket that says, I'm sorry, I have a condition. <sighs> and that plays into the movie over and over again in a way yep. that said that's See, how you make this, this guy super creepy now you're the movie seems completely different because obviously this is a guy who has a mental yes. issue oh yes. yeah so then you combine that with oh. a very cold and uncaring city and a very cold and uncaring time where the, you, you see him coming unraveled in parallel with the city of gotham coming unraveled see at the same that oh yeah. that makes it really it's really creepy. good and just like the comic books the further down the rabbit hole he goes the more he kind of starts to lose touch with who he is he doesn't really know Wow, it's kind of it's hard to explain, but so it obviously it seems like there's a lot of focus on on mental illness in this movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it's a powerful. Yeah. They they treat it with respect. I mean, they show this guy struggle. It's not for jokes or laughs. Um, in fact, wow. the, the fact no that idea. he is the Joker, it, it really is in stark contrast to the fact mm-hmm. that he's miserable. His life is terrible. The world he lives in is filthy and awful. And what, it should be a reminder to all of us. You know, you never know what somebody's going through in their life mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. All right, name of the movie: Joker. Ticket or skip it. Absolute ticket. You get one pick of the week. What's it going to be? No question, Joker. My man. Yep. (laughs) I I think it's going to be the Natalie Portman astronaut one. (laughs) Good luck with that. (laughs) Find Drew on his Instagram at... Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies... Always do Drew. Fits happens live. Oh, yeah. It's what have we learned today, the part of the show where we just kind of discuss what we discussed. (laughs) So so if you picked up something from the show today, let us know. Uh, I learned a lot of things on the show today. And what I learned is, you know what? I learned during the good stuff. I I was talking about some good stuff in my life. My little baby boy, Cash, who was six years old. Man, just straight up freaking head planted. Uh, on the concrete, thank God he was wearing his helmet. He busted up his grill and stuff, but that's okay because his grill was already jacked up, so that's it's no big deal. <laughs> We're still oh. waiting on that one tooth to grow in anyway. So, um, but I just want to say because he had his helmet on, I mean, I think we 
make your kids wear their helmets. You know what I mean? I know we didn't when we were kids, but come on. We know a little bit more now. Yeah. yeah. Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned in the What Are You Kidding Me stories that there's a ridiculous drinking game where people light their own hair on fire with Sambuca and try and pass the torch. And yeah. guess what? A bunch of morons got burned playing it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you let somebody um, burn your arm? Oh, I did it. It was me. It was one of those tough guy tests way back in the day when I was a dumb kid. See that? Yeah. <laughs> As I Thanks often, for bringing that up. <laughs> I will idiots. say this until the day I die that I am amazed men pay, make it past the age of 19. So it's right. just flabbergasting. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to make it to 26, I'll be yeah. honest with you. Claire, what have we learned today? Well, I learned on the Fitz Files that Kelly Clarkson can sing Carrie Underwood better than Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If she wants, oh, if she oh, wants to karaoke your song, you may not want to let her because she's. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> she is, oh, Kelly Clarkson. And right of the young, and what did we learn today? Oh, today on What Are You Kidding Me? I learned that uh, Homie Depot is where you need to go to get your newest shirt. Homie Depot. Right. That's right. Homie Depot. Homie Depot sells the best lipstick. Ip- Ipic. 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 And if you missed anything, if you missed, uh, if you missed any part of the show, get our podcast. The podcast after the broadcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, just type in The Fits Show. Get it today, folks, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, wait, it's the weekend. Yeah, yeah. we'll see you tomorrow. Whoa. Oh, my God, football time. Yes. yes. Get those feet up. All right, we're going to see you Monday, maybe. My name's Fitz. <laughs> I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.